On this all-new Family Chatters, Carl and Steve take a road trip, Maxine begins dating a questionable new boyfriend, and I have a couple of guests here who claim to be best friends. We'll see how their friendship holds up under the scrutiny of my best friend quiz. All of that and more is happening today, so drop everything you're doing, unless, of course, that's holding a baby, then place it down gently and listen. For the family Did I do that? If by that you mean tuned into the Family Chatters podcast, then yes, you did. <laughs> I'm your host, Chris McCarthy. Trying something a little different there with the intro. Uh, this is Family Chatters, and I am your host, Chris McCarthy. To reiterate. So welcome to the show. Today's show is actually uh, has a theme. That theme is all about, uh, and it has to do with our two guests here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the theme, if you are, if you are Rick Ocasek of the cars, then you are very interested in these people's girls. I'm talking about best friends. Oh, best friends. That's, that's us. True. Is that a song? What were you talking about just there? Oh, God. I think that's a little known <laughs> reference. My best friend's girl by the cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me rest assured. Everyone else knows Jessie's that girl. song. No, not Jesse's girl. Jesse's girl. No, nope, still no. I want to hear Jesse's girl now. Me too. Let's see what I can do. No! What? It's a little early for that, but whatever. Um... No, so this episode is all about best friends, and I have a couple of best friends here to talk about this episode. Uh, yep. And as Queen would say, you're my best friend. How long did you spend like looking up all these obscure references? These are not obscure. These are very popular songs. <laughs> <laughs> these are, have you really never heard of either of these songs? Jesse's Girl, I've heard. Not I Jessie's think Girl. I've heard of the previous one. I definitely love "You're My Best Friend" by Queen. I've there heard of Queen. Not the. Not the Queen of England. Oh, shit. Okay. So, uh, as you can tell, we have a couple of female guests here. Um, ladies. Some ladies. So, let's introduce them. How about that? Yes. Okay. Yes, you could do that. Over here, we have uh, returning guests. Uh, you were here not that long ago. Your name is oh. Kathleen Harrington. Back by popular demand. Back by popular demand. It was just a few episodes ago yes. you were here. Uh, and then the other guest running out of people. <laughs> That's true. We are late in this season. The other guest here uh, was last on episode eleven, uh, and I haven't seen her since. <laughs> she is my wife, Erica. Oh, hey guys. How are you? I'm good. What have you been up to? Uh, avoiding your oh. podcast. <laughs> well, thanks for being here anyway. And since I have two female guests here, I have a, uh, a thing I want to try out. I, I have come up with the perfect joke for a female comedian oh. to, to open a set with. I'd love to hear it. How about you, Erica? I'm, I'm down for this. Okay, great. And feel free to use this, either of you, if you're ever trying stand-up. Okay. And anyone at home, if you're a female comedian listening, work this into your act, see how it goes. So, uh, so guys, <clears throat> now I'm the female comedian now. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Closing my eyes. I'm getting in the zone. I'm picturing Yes, this. close okay. your eyes and picture me as a female. I'm just going to look away. <laughs> or, or open them and picture me as a female. I don't That's want to. That's a little to. tough for me. Okay. Uh, so, guys, I had, to, uh, I had to dump my boyfriend. Turns out I'm allergic to dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I 
you know what I'm going to say? Depending uh, on the delivery, you could almost make that funny in like a ironic funny kind of way. You didn't really deliver it that well, but I could make it funny. Okay, so you give it a shot. <laughs> you said I could make it funny. Let's hear it. <laughs> Found out I'm allergic to dogs. Oh. Oh. You had that all queued up. And Sorry. Ready to no, go. I actually meant to do this. <laughs> sure you did. I did. Kathleen, now it's your turn. You got to do it now. Everyone else what did it, it. What is it again? I forgot I had, the whole first half, so I just went with the punchline. I had line. to dump my boyfriend. Well, I had to dump my boyfriend. Turns out I'm allergic to dogs. That was terrible. Yeah, no, that was the right sound effect. That yeah. was really bad. This joke is not good. No. So you think it's just that the joke isn't good? I think... Not that we're not delivering it in the right way, or you aren't, I should say, because I think I did a pretty good job. <laughs> I mean, I didn't try very hard. To be That's honest. true. You put in minimal effort on yeah, that. I should Because I already knew it wasn't funny. Anyways, back to Family Matters, uh, <laughs> the television show. And then a little later on in the show here, we have a segment that I'm going to try out. Oh. And this is for you guys. Oh, God. It's called the Best Friend Quiz. <gasps> we're going to test... So the best friend quiz we'll get to a little later. We're going to see how well you know each other and how well I'm so excited for you this. know your friendship oh. and friendship uh, in general. Just the, the history of friendship. You're going to be quizzed. Oh, shit. Okay. The first, some might say the first friends were Adam and Eve. I don't think most people would say that. Until that whole Apple situation went down. Hmm. I'm pretty sure we're the first best friends of all time. Yeah. What we're actually here to talk about first, before we get to that, is Family Matters Season 9, Episode 18. Fucking garbage. Episode, that's not the name of it. <laughs> Worst ever. Take it easy. Will you let me describe it okay, first? Sorry. Before you start offering your unsolicited opinions? <laughs> sorry. They, I think they're solicited. Isn't that why you have us here? Right. I guess so. Well, no, I have you guys here too. Maybe there's a little too much estrogen in the room for Chris here. I mean, it's well established on the show. I am a chauvinist. <laughs> it's Family Matters Season 9, Episode 18, Episode 210 of the series. It's called Throw Steve from the Train. The synopsis is Carl travels to a police gala in Washington, D.C. along with Steve. Meanwhile, for no reason. Well, we'll get to why he shows up. And the answer is for no reason. Uh, meanwhile, Laura is suspicious of Maxine's new boyfriend, DeAndre. Let's start talking about it then. The Laura and Maxine storyline. It's all about their friendship, right? And th their friendship has a little bit of a strain on it because this new boyfriend comes around and Laura's not such a fan. No. You've already spent more time on this storyline than the episode did. That's correct. This should have been the entire episode. It was a fabulous storyline. We were so excited about it. And they gave it literally like four minutes in the episode. I think yeah. you're reaching when you say it's a fabulous storyline. Well, but you know, in a relative sense. Right. right. Relative to the other storyline. Relative story to the rest of the shit that we've watched this season. Mm -hmm. And they <laughs> gave it literally four minutes it what maxine comes in she says i have a new boyfriend did i ever tell you guys about uh this old boyfriend i had <laughs> turns out i had to dump him because uh -huh. i was uh allergic to men <laughs> oh i was a little bit funny see it almost would have been funnier if you went with the original punchline. I think the more you say it, like if it was a stand-up comedian and her only joke was that one, after like three times, you'd laugh your ass off because you would think like, why you should keep telling the same joke. What about this one? So uh, this is me saying this as a guy now. Okay. So I had this old boyfriend, right? And it turns out I'm not a homosexual, <laughs> but he was. 
And it got really awkward because he wanted to take our relationship to the next level and have sexual intercourse the way two men do, of course, with a penis in the butt. And I said, whoa, not today, Jack. What do, you, what do you guys think? What, scale of one to thirty. Uh, it's pretty. It was pretty weak. It's like a, pretty weak is not a number, so I'm going to say thirty. Uh, uh, two. Two. Okay. Two. So That's generous. Could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. It's not the least funny thing I've ever heard. What is the least funny thing you've ever heard? The, the previous joke. joke you told. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about family matters, family or, matters. or or whatever. Uh, <laughs> So the storyline begins. Steve and Laura are are now dating. By the way, uh, they they wait, profess their love for each other. But last are episode. they? Well, because it starts off. The episode starts off with like a post coitus breakfast that. Well, hold on. Steve has made for Laura. You're making assumptions about the coitus part. They're safe assumptions. I think it's safe. What man is making breakfast for somebody who he hasn't boned? Nobody ever. True. Okay. Um, yeah. How about everyone who works at Dunkin' Donuts? That's a valid point. Okay. okay or so a diner. either they had sex or their house is Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Jury's out. You guys decide. Um, and But then she's sitting at the table and eating orange juice or drinking orange juice, I guess, and eating whatever the fuck else he made her. Hash browns and bacon. Hash all browns. my favorites. Yeah, it was like she listed her favorites and one of them was Great impression, juice. by the way, Kathleen. You're welcome. Solid. Um, <laughs> Still going with it, huh? But she says to Steve, she, he says, like, have you made up your mind yet? And she's like, don't pressure me with this breakfast. So am I to believe that they professed their love to each other in the last episode, but she's still possibly going to pick Stefan? Like, yes. they, they're not selling this storyline. Well, because hard. so Stefan doesn't even know about any of this, about this other. So she, so she loves Steve and she's just like, yeah, maybe. Yes, but I she also loves Stefan because Stefan is the same person as him. Why That's a good point. in the hell, if Steve could become Stefan for good, would she ever choose Steve? Because she's in love with Steve, he because that's the, the true self. Stefan is a is a is a um, clone. He's a clone, <laughs> but he's also like like a uh, not fictitious. He is fictitious. No, he a bullshit person. He's a bullshit person, is what they say. Mm. So she sees through all of his three piece suits, basically. She does. She see well. He wears see uh, see through. <laughs> suits so that's part of the reason he's naked uh, under well, you could see one everything would think that would make her like even more interested in yeah Stephon. you see that big old flaccid penis under yeah. there it's not big oh you see that small wow. flaccid penis wow. steve maybe has a huge penis oh my god when they trade they trade penises but it's the clone it's the same <laughs> thing so you're no, saying it's but like the cooler one has a yeah. smaller penis because small penises are cooler yeah and that would be excuse me <laughs> it's cool to have a small dick because all the cool guys have small dicks and they are overcompensating with yeah. their coolness. You could be a nerd. We're making this did sound I, like... Did I miss something? Because I must be the dorkiest guy ever. No, you're pretty cool. Uh, 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 <laughs> Make the sound. No! Here's the thing. If people don't listen religiously, then they're not even going to get the Hoobastank reference and they're just going to think that you like Hoobastank. And I can't live in a world where people think my husband likes Hoobastank. Here's my question. Do you think I care? One. Second, that will always elicit a strong reaction from whoever's here. When all of a sudden Hoobastank comes out of nowhere into your ears. It's jarring. Of course. I feel like I'm, I'm being tortured. Talk about people not listening religiously. 
I don't know anyone who doesn't do that. I know. I don't either. It's really weird. Number one podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you. <laughs> Cereal, move over. Hashtag Cereal podcast. Hashtag truth and justice. Hashtag undisclosed something. <laughs> Hashtag family chatters right behind it. Yeah. Exactly. Number okay. four. I guess number four. So we didn't even start talking about this. Laura and Steve, are, their relationship is is up in the air. Undefined. It's undefined, but they're kind but of they're dating. But they're sexing and they're eating Dunkin' Donuts in their house. Yes. Uh, Maxine comes in and she's like, guess what, Laura? I found a man. And then they and both go, is- <laughs> God, that's pretty shrill. We're making really aggressive arm movements yeah, for I, those of you that can't hear them. I wouldn't them. say aggressive what you're doing. You're <laughs> well, kind of like half waving, half like. I don't want to knock anything over here. They're like little dino arms. Yeah. Like little oh, happy girl dino okay. arms. That's okay. Sure. Yeah, like uh, I got a man. Okay, no one can see you, by the way. Oh, They're sitting here. Describing You're just making audience. small dino motions here for <laughs> no one except me. And it's it's off-putting. Almost as off-putting as Hoobastank is for you. Oh, okay. Think about it. Did you ever think about that? Sorry, Chris. Sorry. We'll stop. Walk a mile in someone else's shoes, won't you, Kathleen? Walk a mile in someone else's Hoobastank. <laughs> Seriously. I just want Honey. you to I'll tell you though, Hoobastank, that terrible song reminds me of like the most loving time in our friendship. I know. But it came out in high school. High school is the glory days. Right. Cut that. That sounds terrible and like, a, like I haven't moved on. High school is the glory I days. I haven't moved on. I didn't like high school That's that much. That's just something we're saying to each other. Yeah. It was the glory days of our love, but right. not of anything else. High school fucking sucked. You yeah. can cut that. That was terrible. Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> Anyways... The glory days of Hoobastank. The glory days of Hoobastank. And I don't even remember anything else good about high school. I really liked that Hoobastank song in high school. That's embarrassing. You can cut that too. So anyway, Maxine's talking about her new boyfriend. His name is DeAndre Moore. Pretty cool name off the bat. He's older. He's rich. He drives a Beamer. He owns his own business. Owns his own business, which is uh, dealing drugs. Vague. Yes. Well, oh, we don't know says, that. Yet. Yeah, she just says Spoiler he owns alert. his own business. Mm-hmm. He also bought her a new watch. Some serious. For their one week anniversary, mm-hmm. which I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. I. It's okay. Would, You're forgiven. I would be concerned if I that alone. If you came be to a me, red Kathleen, flag. and you came to me and you said I've been dating this guy for one week, yeah. and he bought me a fucking Rolex. I would be like, at the very best, he's like super clingy and it's just weird. And like, that's too much too soon. That alone should have been a red flag. But no, Laura went like banana cakes for it and thought it was like the coolest thing she had ever seen. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, it is a nice watch. The next scene, we get to meet DeAndre Moore. He comes into the Winslow house because Maxine, of course, brings him over. Because all the cool guys in this show. Not see-through, though. Wear three-piece suits. And for those of you who uh, will get this reference, Uh the guy, uh, DeAndre, the actor, is played by, his name is Christoph St. John, who I immediately recognized as Neil from the soap opera Young and the Restless. Why do you know that? Because, and here is why, I, hey, I could hear you. (laughs) I could hear you. You're just saying, what the fuck? You're actually whispering it to me, which makes it less. (laughs) Yeah, like off the mic, so the listeners won't even hear it. Just Chris hears. (laughs) I'm covering my mouth, so you can't tell. I could still tell. I'll tell you what the fuck. When I was a baby, 
I would be babysat, which is what happens when someone sit on that baby. Someone else sits on a baby. Uh-huh. Um, but I would be babysat by my my grandmother, and she would watch The Young and the Restless every day oh, yeah. at twelve thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wow! And so specific. I, yeah, it's, it's a little <laughs> plug for Young and the Restless as well. If you're interested, is that I'm, really what time it is? I think it's still on. Uh, yeah. So. I would watch it. So she would just have it on and I had it on because whatever. And uh, I got to know all the characters. I watched it for like probably five or six years, eight years, nine, 10 years. I don't know. 20, 30, 45 years. And Neil. He's black. (laughs) He was the black guy on The Young and the Restless. The (laughs) only one. Was that what you were going to say? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I was actually going to say I'm going to try to find him on Twitter and reach out and, and tell him nice job on this episode of Family Matters. But has anyone ever tweeted you back? I get some tweets. Not anyone famous. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I don't mean like did some random. No, Jaleel that. White. So okay, Jaleel White is doing nothing. We haven't even talked about this because I haven't been on. Well, ta- oh, slow your roll there, lady. One thing at a time. I tweet at Jaleel White every episode, mm-hmm. and he does not reply. He does not. He. It's not that he's not seeing it. I don't think because he replies to other <gasps> tweets and even ones that are insulting him. Really? Somebody tweeted at him like. We'll get to you what you were going to say first. Well, I was going to say, so Chris and I used to really like the show. Used to is the keyword. This show, Worst Cooks in America on Food Network. We watched that too. They, for some fucking reason, made it a celebrity version. No. And Urkel was on it and he got kicked off the second week because he was fucking like showboating the first week. And then he like thought he was good at cooking, but then he wasn't good at cooking and they kicked him off the second week. Too cocky. He was also the most famous person on it, which does not bode very well no. for the Food Network. But... No. I think I just figured out why he's ignoring me. What? It's because you constantly insult him. Yeah, he looks like an show. ugly droopy dog. Oh, he's not funny. I'm trying to get him to engage with this podcast, and all you but do you is insult he, the man. But you said that he even responds to people that insult him. Well, I we, think he's terrible, so I can't help but insult him. You know what, Urkel? If you're out there listening to this, come at me, bro. You've been challenged by my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you do if he came at you? Mostly just laugh. Like, I'm not going to fight the guy. I just want him to yeah. tweet you back. So DeAndre is uh, Neil from Young and the Restless. We're back to that. So he comes in. He's dressed very nicely, as you have pointed out. He's a smooth talker. They sit down on the couch and start making out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maxine. With their tongues. Max, yes. Maxine and DeAndre. So Laura goes, uh, well, what do you do for a living, uh, DeAndre? And he's like, oh, I'm an importer, exporter. Uh, you know, just you know, stuff. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Finally, he gets an answer on his cell uh, call on his cell phone, his cellular phone, his cellular telephone. That's what yes. that stands for. And uh, he picks it up, and it's like a like cell phones were not everywhere by no. the way. Then this Only was like drug dealers. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, I I, I have to go uh, right now. But then, but not before he gets uh, Maxine, his new girlfriend. He's like, you know what? You could help me out, Maxine. I want you to deliver a package for me. Just don't ask any questions. It's just a package, okay? And she doesn't ask yeah. anything. And then, like, the place she has to go to deliver this package is, like, under a bridge well, in wait. the middle of the night. We'll like, what there. the fuck? So he leaves uh, <laughs> to go take care of whatever happened. Laura's like, I don't know about this guy. And Maxine goes, you don't know about this guy? I guess we're not friends. <laughs> It was that quick. Like it was the, really quick. Yeah. It was just like, oh, we've been best friends since kindergarten. Fuck you, bitch. In just like I've been dating one week. In the blink yeah. of an eye, she throws that friendship away because, you know, 
women be getting crazy when they be in love. Yeah. Am bitches, I right? Bitches be crazy. Mm-hmm. They do. They be wildin'. <laughs> when we come back to this storyline, Maxine is delivering this package to the shady uh, destination, which is at a newspaper stand in the middle of the night and some weird looking guy with a goatee, which goatees, by the way, mean bad people in, in yeah. television. Also, uh, a or very, evil twins. A very obvious soundstage set. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you want him to do, Kathleen? Film on location, goddammit, for okay. once. Okay. For once. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. If you had a new boyfriend yes. and he told you, oh, Kathleen, like, even if you were, like, totally smitten, he was like, oh, Kathleen, can you bring this, obviously, a kilo of drugs, but I won't tell you it's a kilo of drugs. Can you just bring it to this, like, sketchy, like, at two in the morning, I'd like you to go under the bridge and give it to some guy named Joe, but don't say his name. You'd be like, mm, well, yeah. Maxine is very dumb, apparently. I don't know yeah. about this. Also, you gave me a Rolex. like, And she's carrying this thing. In it's very the, obviously drugs. It might as well have said drugs on it. Right. It's like wrapped in this, uh, you know, like brown yeah. paper with a rubber band. It and it's like, like cliche TV drugs. Like I've never actually held a big old block of cocaine in my hands. What? Um, I know. Crazy, right? That's, I do wait have a second. I'm a real follower. You have, God. right, Kathleen? Of course. Everyone yeah. has. So she hands it off to the guy and then immediately the cops swarm in and Eddie is one of them. Eddie gets out of his police officer car and runs up and arrests the guy right away. And uh, then his partner comes up and grabs the the drugs and goes, yup, pure cocaine. Let's take him in boys. Uh, And then Eddie goes, all right, let's go arrest Deandre now. And then they do that off screen. So Maxine comes into Laura's house, uh, uh, Winslow house and uh, she's like, hey, uh, so I'm sorry. And Laura's like, I'm sorry. And then they go, want to go get ice cream? And she says, yes. Besties. And then they're besties again. Maybe the laziest writing I've seen this season <sighs> was the wrapping up of this storyline. Yeah. Have you guys ever um, gotten into a, a fight about drug dealers and then made <laughs> up and gotten ice cream? Well, there was that time. Yeah. Let's pretend, Kathleen, that Erica stole your... <laughs> Scott Stapp CDs. Why do you got to keep bringing that shit up? That's so embarrassing. And now, Erica, let's pretend that you feel bad about it, even though you would not because you love Scott Stapp. Okay, this is not funny, and I hope this gets cut. I would like to say to the listening audience that this is not funny. Creed is terrible, and it was a dark time in my high school life. Even darker than the time that she was infatuated with a drug dealer. Right, I know. Like, that was brushed over. But uh, It's really embarrassing to tell everyone I liked Creed. I didn't say I, I said you liked Scott Stepp. That's even worse. That's yeah, that's worse. It is worse. That's worse. Uh, I so really you're saying him a lot. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> I'll never forget his leather pants as he performed on stage in New Jersey. Yeah, we actually went to a concert. It was far away, but I oh, could you both see went? the Yeah, I brought all my oh. friends. I made my dad drive us all the way to Giant Do you remember Stadium Whitney in Jersey. We had to sneak out of her house. Yeah, we had to sneak people out because like this was that big of a deal. I liked Creed that much. We have to cut this. This is so embarrassing. No, this is a hundred percent not getting cut. So you snuck out of your parents' houses to I mean go. my dad drove me. I okay. didn't get snuck yeah, out. Yeah, she was fine. You snuck your friends out. I li- I definitely lied about what we were doing. Well, yeah. because going to see Creed was like the bad kids. <laughs> You're not allowed to go see that Christian rock young lady. Shut no. up. This is so embarrassing. That was totally fringe Christian rock, by the way, Chris. He had a bad side. That's leather why pants. he wore <laughs> leather pants. I knew all the words. I had a really good impersonation in my back pocket. Is it still Can there? Still do it. Can you take it out? Yes. 
Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. We're ready. With arms wide open, <laughs> out in the sunshine. Is that Possibly. the lyrics? I don't remember. Welcome to this place. <laughs> I'll show you everything. With arms wide open. We have to make this stop now. It's too real. I was going to say keep going. Can you do the whole song? No, stop. It's too I real. I don't. Oh, that's too bad. I just saw the chorus. Let's, stop. Let's move on. <laughs> We're talking about the Carl storyline, which is that he has to go to Washington on a train. Totally unbelievable. To go meet the president, and he's not happy about it. This is real. This yeah. is like what happens. He has to go because some guy that he knows is getting honored, and he hates this guy. And they don't say he why he hates him. Succeeded more than he did. Well, right, but they don't really say that right. at first. And then it cuts to him getting on a train some, with Steve. So he has Steve carrying his bags onto like a sleeper car train that apparently doesn't take tickets when you get on because you know that's how this shit works. He has like a like a suit in a bag and like a small overnight bag and for some reason he needs Steve to help him carry that shit in. The whole what the writers did was they said we want to write an episode where Steve Urkel gets stuck on a train with Carl. How did why would he go on a train with him? Oh, maybe he's just carrying his bags. So he goes (laughs) <laughs> to get on this train for anyone else meeting the president would be a wonderful moment in their dumb life except for him. Right. And we don't even get to like the whole thing takes place on this train. Like they wanted to make it a train episode. Yeah. And speaking of which, what's your favorite train song? Never liked them. That really? I can say drops probably. of Jupiter. Ew, okay. One vote for drops head. of Jupiter Best song ever. Um, I feel like we should just talk about train instead of this part of the episode. Can we please? What if they made a what if they made a rule where you could only listen to the band train on a train? Like every time you got on a train, you plugged in your iPhone or whatever and your earbuds and said, Welcome to train. Yeah. The train. The the train train. It depends. Are you saying that the only place you can listen to the band train is on a train? Or are you saying that if you're on a train, you are required to listen to the band train? That's correct. Yes, that one. You ha- every time you get on <laughs> a train, terrible. you get in. Well, only if you choose to listen you know to music. You, can just you have choose to not to go on trains because sometimes I have to go to the grocery store and hear a train. Sometimes I'm at um, the mall and train comes on and you can't escape it. I could I could choose to drive. You could. What about people who commute every day on on trains? They probably love that because they love the band train so much. What do you think, Kathleen? Train. <laughs> <laughs> well said. So. They get on this train. I'm talking about the mode of transportation again, not the band. They, they, they don't get on the band they train. They mount the band train. Yeah, no, 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 not yet. That would be great. I, I would, would watch that. Totally if they rode around that. on the band train, like I piggyback rides. I would pay to watch that. Hashtag drops of Jupiter. But like <laughs> the whole thing is so fucking stupid. Like I, I wrote a full page of notes about why I thought this was stupid bullshit. Right. We don't have time. Because you were just so angry. I was just so angry. I'm not going to recite my notes or anything. Um, you were very angry. You had your fists clenched the whole time and you were just, just punching people in their looking, faces. Yeah, you were just, just punching. Broke the TV. Just throwing punches. Yeah. So they get on the train and Steve, Carl goes to pee and then Steve like gets a concussion and falls in a closet for some reason. From a flimsy plywood door, he would have to have the skull of a baby. <laughs> Maybe he does. You don't know about Steve's medical history. A little baby skull. Would make more sense in general, Baby Skull Skull Urkel was his nickname. He opens this closet door, which is plastic. It hits him in the head, and he passes out into the closet. Mm -hmm. 
And Carl doesn't know he's in there. And then what commences after this? 20 minutes of physical comedy that was unnecessary. So what happens is... uh, They never even make it to DC. You don't even get to see that part. No. No, they so just that's, fall out of the bed 10 times. Mm-hmm. That's all that happens. Right. So they have to share a little bed and it's supposed to be funny because Carl's fat and Steve's not. So Carl makes a point of saying that they are going to be in D.C. tomorrow. So this is one night that they're staying on this train car. For some reason, Steve can't just sleep in his clothes or in his own goddamn underwear. He borrows a pair of underwear, huge oversized underwear from Carl. He belts them. He wears them without pants and he just like keeps like flopping his junk in Carl's face. It's very unsavory. So finally, Steve is upsetting Carl because he's not supposed to be there and Carl's upset with him and then Carl eventually uh, snaps at him and then apologizes by saying, so he goes, uh, you know, I'm just not, I should have had that job. I would have taken that job and I would be having a dinner in my honor right now. That was five years ago. I turned that job down. So finally, Steve goes, uh, I think says the corniest line I've heard so far. He goes, oh, it's my favorite ever. When they wrap it up, he goes, well, he, he starts it by saying, you know, you you turned down this job because, you know, you would have had to move away and take your kids out of school and blah, blah, blah. Your wife would have had to stop working at the department store. Like she couldn't have found a comparable job if you were working for the fucking Justice Department. So he says, uh, you know, but you're a family man now. Not only are you the top cop, you're the top pop. And everyone in the room just just went, uh, uh, no. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. We went, uh, the soundtrack went, uh. So that was that. All right, guys, it's time for the, well, first, let me just say, sorry, I can't just say it. I have to segue to it by doing this. Here comes a segue. You have too many songs. And now I will segue to the best friend quiz. Yay! Uh, so this is round one. Okay, you guys Can't ready wait. for this? Yeah. Round one. This first question is for Kathleen. Okay. What? This is to see if you guys are truly best friends or not. We're gonna yes. be the. We're gonna decide that tonight. I'm gonna get all these right. Okay. Question number one, Kathleen. What is Erica's favorite color? No, the Erica has. A, uh, she likes green. I do like green. Is that your favorite color though? I mean, I don't really have a favorite color, she so she's have really a right. I would have also but... said green. So that is one correct. Okay. Thank you. Erica, you're uh, you're next. Okay. What is Kathleen's favorite movie? Peter Pan and Titanic. Wait, go back in time. It's Titanic. It's the movie Titanic. Stop. <laughs> you, please stop touching my keyboard. Those those are actually both correct. Yeah, but it's mostly Titanic. Make it say boing. Yeah, the sex one. Yeah. They're both, it is Titanic? They're both equally correct. Yay, right. I win all the prizes. Yes. Question number three. Kathleen. Yes. What is Erica's favorite Billy Ocean album? I don't even know Billy Ocean songs. That's not the question, though. The question is, what is her favorite Billy Ocean album? (laughs) I don't think I know what Billy Ocean sings. The correct answer was 1986 Love Zone, Uh, featuring the single When the Going Gets Tough, (laughs) the Tough Get Going. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Uh, we both lose, I guess. Well, that doesn't sound like a fair question because you didn't even know the answer. <laughs> to be fair, she doesn't know it's her favorite Billy Ocean album yet. <laughs> I didn't even know Billy Ocean was a person. You absolutely did. Caribbean Queen. What's that? Now we're sharing the same we dream. Like- what? Are you guys, where the fuck have you been for the last 30 years? I haven't even been alive. You don't know years. about, you don't know about the cars. You don't know about, you all, all the only bands you know are Hoobastank and Creed. We know. 
We're really discriminating. How about this? How about get out of my dreams, get into my car? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Billy Ocean. That's Billy Ocean. I like that one. Is that one on the the CD that I like best? Yeah, The Love Zone? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it is, but whatever. Next question is for Erica. (laughs) Okay. Fuck you, Chris. I'm taking points off for that. Oh, fuck. The two that you got right, I'm now canceling out. Oh, no. You're down to zero. (laughs) I only got one right, though. Okay, so... (laughs) You got down to negative points now. This no, time. I'll give you one point. That was my oversight. Okay. <laughs> this next one's for you, Erica. Okay, I'm ready. How many roads must a man walk down before you can call him a man? I don't feel like that question gets answered in the song. <laughs> also, how is that about her best friend, <laughs> Kathleen? Are you guys here to poke holes in the game? Or are you here to try to win? We don't like it. Um, so wait, am I supposed to answer the answer that Kathleen would answer? You're supposed to just answer <laughs> the question. It's a very objective question. Um, one road. The answer is six. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. I guess it's okay. I guess we're not real friends. I guess not. Uh, okay, that concludes round one. <laughs> Here we go to round two. There's only 12 rounds. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Only 12 rounds of questions we can't fucking answer. This is actually the final round. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Good. Uh, First question is for Erica. Okay. Kathleen said to me before you, you came in the room before that you were quote, such a fake ass bitch. (laughs) The question is, do you care to respond to that? Fuck you, bitch. All right. That is correct. This friendship is over. You know what? You fuck you because fuck you. Oh my God. Friendship is deteriorating before my eyes. Well, you know, that's how flimsy this is. Yes. <laughs> Kathleen, next question's for you. The question is, seriously, what is Erica's problem? You know what? She's just jealous of yeah. my mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. because my man is the slam. <laughs> First of all, no one's ever said that before ever in oh, history. Wait, wait, wait. My man is the bomb. Oh, yeah. No, no I liked the first one better because <laughs> it rhymed. Uh, also, that's correct. That was the exact answer yes! I was looking for. I was looking for. She's just jealous of my man because my man is the slam. <laughs> Next question is for you, Erica. Okay. Where does Kathleen get the nerve? <laughs> I don't know. That's correct. <laughs> you guys are killing this round. Uh, next question is for Kathleen. Okay. Holler um, at me. Okay, ready? Here's the question. Can you even right now with this? I cannot even, Chris. I cannot believe her. That's correct. <laughs> That's the exact answer I was looking for. I cannot even. I cannot believe her. Round two is has only one more question. Okay. Is that also the final round? There may be a bonus round, but... Okay, <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Uh, what is Kathleen's middle name? Barton. That bitch. Judges? That's the answer I was looking for. <laughs> Barton, that bitch. And your middle name is actually... Why I oughta... <laughs> it sounds like this friendship is on the rocks right now. Uh, and that only leaves one question left, the bonus question. What okay. is it? And that is this. Do you guys want to hug it out? <gasps> oh my God, yeah! Hug does. That's what happened in this episode. You wouldn't know because the uh, credits were rolling, but that's how they fixed they their were. friendship. Yes. They weren't even enthusiastic about it. They're like, they were like, you want to get Hagen Yeah, better have a cherry on top, bitch. Have fudge, yo. 
I don't think any of that was said. Actually, but, all of it was said. She said, actually, what she did say, because I thought it was sexual, but I'm not sure if it was supposed to be. Max said, as fly as DeAndre was, my ice cream better have nuts on it. And I was like, oh. does that mean like you testicles? Were, you were very good at listening. Yeah, I think it meant testicles. That was that. a reference to the fact that DeAndre... He had hot nuts. He had hot nuts? Is that what she was implying? Yeah. I think so. Those yeah. nuts were just... Mm. They were... These, mm, mm, these mm. nuts? Is that what the kids are saying these days? Kathleen, I can't help but notice you didn't point out any phallic symbols this whole time, oh. which I am a little disappointed in. I think Erica just motioned to me a phallic symbol across the table here. Penis and it's vagina. It's peeping on in a vagina. Well, you're it's doing this thing with your vagina. finger where you're putting it in your hand. It's like making a circle. Yes, like a peeping in a vagina. There oh, was that you what know what, Chris? Like? There weren't any phallic symbols. And what? I sure would have pointed them out if there were. But I can't think back to like any mm. phallic because symbols they didn't, at all. They didn't develop any plots. All no. they did was... Well, I mean, we actually saw Steve Urkel's flaccid wiggly wiener but that's not a phallic symbol that's not it's a just symbol. a phallus that is a literal phallus <laughs> penetrate Laura from behind over her hash browns and bacon oh, within did. the he first did minute he did fuck her in the hash browns <laughs> her face was in them hash browns mm-hmm. yeah he went to like like he pulled the chair out and then he went to push her in but it was like very sexual. Also, we paused it just and it looked kind of silly. Yeah. yeah, we paused it and he was standing right behind her and it looked like he was... It looked like she was making a, like a moany face and it looked like he was like, oh yeah, take these nuts. <laughs> Baby. Um, I guess, guys. Yeah. That concludes this episode of Family Chatters. Oh, no. The best friends episode. The only thing left to do right now is to say the catchphrase. So somebody throw me a catchphrase. We're going to end the episode on that catchphrase, whatever it is. And then we will see you next time. So what's the catchphrase? Well, first I need the catchphrase song, obviously. Here comes the catchphrase. Put your nuts in my hat. Well, guys, I guess that's it. Put your nuts in my hash browns. That one, I got to say this. Because we've had a lot of catchphrases. This is episode 20. <laughs> that one might stick. I might just make that the official catchphrase. Uh, we'll see how I feel about it next time. But for right now, this is it. Put your nuts in my hash browns, everybody. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>